today on CityCast Madison. It's Thursday, so of course, we're dishing on Madison's food scene. A unique dinner party series is stirring quite the buzz. Don't Cook for Cowboys is the brainchild of a group of Madison creatives, and it's a call to community through shared dinners. It's been described as magical. And the next pop-up is a spaghetti Western-themed dinner this weekend out in Spring Green. So we sat down with the pop-up creators Nikki Hagman and Caitlin Sherman to get the deets. It's Thursday, February 8th. I'm Bianca Martin, and here's what Madison's talking about. Hey, Caitlin. Hi. Hello. Hey, Nikki. Hello. How are y'all doing? Doing great. How are you? So good. So good. It's lovely to see your faces. So, Caitlin, y'all have been throwing these gorgeous pop-up dinner parties around town. Yes. But why should we not cook for cowboys? Um, Many reasons. But (laughs) the most important reason, I think, is this... Reminder, I think, especially since COVID to just plan date nights or special intentional time with your partner and, you know, bringing out the best tableware and that's thrifted tableware for us, you know, just creating like a little space and sanctuary for the people you love. And we've been doing that through dinner parties. I love it. It reminds me of the song. Everyone's not going to know it, but Casey Musgrave's Space Cowboy. And it's like, you can have your space, cowboy. Like, get lost, cowboy, if you want your space. And, you know, you think about the Lone Ranger who's out there. And you guys are trying to make community happen. Um, So can you actually share the story? How did you get started? Yeah, so a couple years ago, as Caitlin kind of mentioned, during COVID, we had both gone through breakups. I had moved back to Madison from Milwaukee. She was also getting out of a relationship. And I think we were both kind of going through the same thing in terms of figuring out how to meet new people, meet friends. I had moved back and a lot of my friends had moved out of Madison or moved into different parts of their lives. And it was just really tough. So I met Caitlin through mutual friends and we just started hanging out. I would have her over, cook a lavish dinner, set the table, and and she was essentially just like, let's do this. Like, let's let this be our thing. She had the name Don't Cook for Cowboys stewing in her mind already and just kind of wanted to start building community and doing the same thing that we were doing together, but on a larger scale, bringing other people in. And what started as like a super small passion project that we would, you know, get together and thrift and host little mini dinner parties, it just kind of got rolling and had a snowball effect. and has now become what it is. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's, it got a lot of buzz really fast. What can people expect when they come to your dinners? Uh, A really fun time. (laughs) Yes. So I think part of this is we don't tell anyone where to sit. That's part of creating community. I always have the idea of like comfort comes from discomfort We always have that feeling inside of us, like, what is going on? This doesn't feel right because it's new and it's uncomfortable. But then everyone's kind of experiencing the same thing. So it creates connection. 
So people are sitting next to strangers. Uh, we usually start, we have started with a cheers, a toast. It always starts with a shot of Fernet. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Fernet Branca. Yeah. <laughs> but we've also done a lot of like guided mindfulness in the beginning to just kind of get settled into our bodies. I've done some like creating visions in our head to conceptualize the dinner that we hope creates conversation pieces or connection. And then we've been pairing up with chefs that we think need to be seen in the Madison restaurant world and that we love to work with. Um, all of our tableware that we lug in bins from our homes, you can see that all decked out. And now we've gotten really into table styling. So just creating a little art piece on the table. That's really beautiful. And and are there different themes? Like, is it Don't Cook for Cowboys is the theme? Like, I saw a story, you know, from the Cap Times, Lindsay Christians, talking about disco balls and Western wear. Like, what's what's the vibe? Do you, Does it change each time? Yeah, so it changes. We've been coming up with themes. I think that's one of the most fun and exciting things for us. We set a theme, and it's usually inspired by, like, something we've seen or even pieces of tableware. And so Rodeo Disco is the one that you saw. And so people... At the Weary Traveler. Yeah, at the Weary Traveler. And actually, this influencer on TikTok found us. And her name is Libby Rasmussen. And she just shipped us probably like 200 disco balls just to like support the cause. Wow. And yeah, so the Internet's a wild connecting place, too. So that was an amazing thing to have that many disco balls and just really set the scene. That was one that definitely gave me FOMO. Like, <laughs> oh, that that Western and disco, Donna Summers, all that together. Man, I, I, what is going on? I need to find out and find out the next spot. Yeah, people really showed up. Like, the end of it is, like, people didn't want to leave. They're, everyone was dancing with strangers, people of all ages, uh, different backgrounds. And I was like, damn, this is amazing. Yeah. Well, I want to hear this from both of you. So, Nikki, let's start with you. Like, what's a favorite moment from one of the dinners you've had so far? Yeah. So we had our first in-restaurant event at Deliciouser in December, and we didn't really know what to expect. We had about 38 people that showed up. And I think something that just really struck me in a way that I hadn't before was, one, everyone's just sitting with strangers, people they've never met. Uh, at the Deliciouser, it happened to be a female heavy attendance and of all ages. So there would be a table of women in their 60s to 70s sitting amongst 25 year olds. And the amount of knowledge share, like I'd go to the table and they'd be telling tips and tricks from like, oh, back in my day, like this is how we handled things. Yes. <laughs> and I felt like the older women brought an energy that was so much fun. And like, they were just kind of picking on us, picking on people in a very fun, playful way. And I don't know, I just really loved that just seeing the mix of age ranges. And it was so much fun. <laughs> Caitlin, what about you? Does anything like pop out at your favorite moments? It does. We did this dinner at the Baroque. It was the concept was dinner and a show. So we had Sydney Prawl and Peggy McCrum doing an acoustic set while we did a five course dinner, there's no kitchen and dishwasher there, by the way. Um, <laughs> oh my so goodness. That was cool. Uh, and you lugged all your plates in there. Yeah. And before dessert, because it's, it was very like loud, music was loud, like everyone was having an amazing time. 
And before dessert, I did our like moment of intention where everyone was quiet and Peggy and Sydney sang a dream is a wish. And I could just like feel the energy tears were going down people's faces. It was just such a powerful moment. Nikki was able to come to dinner for that one. Nikki, how did that feel? I guess on your end, because I was freaking out. It was a special moment. <laughs> I'm usually a little giggly when Caitlin has her moment of silence. Like that's usually what makes me uncomfortable, but in the best way. The burr oak was just something special. Having the music in the background, everyone holding hands with their eyes closed, Caitlin's beautiful voice guiding us through our uh, mental journey. It was amazing. Well, it sounds like you're really creating an experience for folks. And it's resonating. And and it is so hard these days to really, you know, put your phone down and and be present. So also, I was curious, like, how do you get strangers to talk to each other over dinner? It sounds like some people are picking it right up, but maybe some people might not think that's so easy. Okay, so some people are like, yes, I'm able to just have a lot of conversation starters. It's really easy. And we have received some feedback like, this is hard. Like, this is putting me in a space where it's like, I don't know how to communicate sometimes with strangers. And Nikki and I have actually been playing with the idea of creating a Don't Cook for Cowboys conversation starter deck. Yes! Of like, you can either go deep, keep it surface level, or like communication for the table of just like, let's have some conversation starters. We've tried to find some on the internet, but they're kind of like phony. And we just want to have some actual engaging conversation starters. So that is in the works. Amazing. Um, It made me think of Esther Perel. She's a therapist who's gotten a lot of attention about relationships. And there's a card game that I actually busted out for a birthday of mine. And actually, people immediately said, some of these are too intimate. (laughs) And I was like, I don't like these complaints on my birthday. (laughs) I have those cards. And it's like, if you were to put those out, they'd be like, whoa, like, I'm not tapping into my childhood. Yeah. Yeah. So somewhere in the middle and having the options, that's really, that's a great idea. Nikki, what goes into designing these events? Because I know there's a lot of thought put into the details. As far as the events go, it is 100% collaborative between Caitlin and I. We've got a note sheet of ongoing ideas. We'll see an old movie and it'll spark some sort of a theme. We'll drop it in the notes. We have a pretty long queue of themes that we want to explore. Um, In terms of design, I think where I've kind of taken the lead on is, you know, event posters and more of like the illustrative side of design and styling. And gosh, every event is different. Sometimes it just flows like, oh, rodeo disco. Okay, it's going to be Dolly Diner vibes. We've got vintage Playboys. Like there's so many existing styles to play within. Is there one you're cooking on right now? We're working on a spaghetti Western event that's happening in February, February 11th at Homecoming, Spring Green. And Caitlin actually had the idea of using butcher paper and doodling all over it with blue paint pens. We've been running with that the past couple weeks and it's been fun. My dining room table is covered in butcher paper chipping away at the doodle. (laughs) Nice. Yeah, we do have two other upcoming events that we are in the process of like, okay, we're solidifying a theme. Like one of them is going to be at Elderflower Farm in Spring Green for the Savannah Institute. And the theme is like spring thaw, right? So, you know, we're like thinking 
okay, there's a row of dirt with tulips coming out. Nikki is like, yeah, let's have weird moss balls throughout the tables. And then it's Nikki does a lot of the design for the posters and the menu, which I think she has a lot of fun with. And yeah, I don't get that world, but I'll try to pop in ideas as I can. <laughs> Sounds like a, a major collab there. Um, and you're finding these like at thrift stores too, right? Because this is sounds like a passion project. I mean, I'm part of me is like, can I, I want to play, <laughs> but you guys are really doing this on your end. Yeah. And I think so many creatives have reached out to us in the past couple of months that we're just starting to work with. And I think that's the exciting part. Um, a friend of ours, Jay Henley, that owns the Bounty called us a like a traveling artist collective because we're starting to just like work with all these different creatives and they have ideas. And it's so fun to just like riff off of one another and see what we come up with. Well, actually, I wanted to ask about the Spaghetti Western dinner that's coming up on February 11th. What's on the menu? So for the first course, Kyle is going to be preparing roasted garlic, rosemary focaccia. I've had this before. It's amazing. Uh, I usually fill up at the first course. <laughs> and there will be prosciutto and marinated olives and pickled vegetables. The second course, arancini pyramids, baked little neck clams and chili garlic greens. I should know what arancini is, but what is arancini? It's a uh, risotto. Like it's like baked risotto balls. And Kyle came up with this okay. menu, so it's definitely his brain of mm. Yeah, but it, it, we're going to create little towers of this, like risotto balls. Nice. And then we've got Caesar salad, spaghetti and meatballs, mushroom polenta, Hasselback pesto parsnips, and finishing with tiramisu and a couple surprise treats that Kyle will be sprinkling in. Surprise treats. Well, I also understand it's uh, Chef Kyle Kippert's yes. birthday. That's fun. I did want to ask, how can folks find out about your dinners? So right now, we are still just running primarily on Instagram. Caitlin has an amazing TikTok, but most of our events are going through Instagram. It's a little bit more local. We probably should think about getting a, a web page and an active <laughs> calendar. But right now, we usually have the next event pinned to our Instagram profile, and we'll post about it. And we're also happy to just talk to people if they want to DM us. We'd love to share what's coming up. Yeah, I saw that your TikTok has like 17,000 followers. Like you're, a, you want to say overnight success, but it's definitely not because you guys have had all this style and creativity that you've been building on your whole life. But how does it feel to get this sort of community gathering around your vision? It's surreal. I think we're, we're always like, how is this happening? Like, you know, it's so cool. And <laughs> it's, it's a dang good name. It's a clever little name. And I think people just beyond the name, it's like, oh, community, dinner parties, food, fun, dancing, wine. I don't know all of it. But yeah, it's just evolved into this beautiful little thing. And we're going to ride the wave for however long it lasts. And then when it stops in our community, we're always going to do dinner parties for our friends. And that's never going to end. And that's what it started with on TikTok of just sharing our dinner parties. And people loved it. They wanted it. After looking at the photos, I, I did too. Um, so you shared a little bit about your dinner on April 7th at the Savannah Institute, the Elderflower Retreat in Spring Green. I wanted to hear what's next for you. Do you have any more to share about that or any other events that are coming up? Yeah, so that event is April 7th. Lindsay Burns, she's a chef in the Driftless area, is going to be the chef for that evening. 
And we're hoping to bring back Cindy and Peggy to do a kind of like dinner and a show vibe again, because it was so powerful and beautiful. And I'll let Nikki tell about the April 27th with Pasture and Plenty. Um, We're going to bring in a DJ again, similar to what we did with Weary. Still working out the theme, but we're really excited about it. We're going for kind of a mix of recess and schoolhouse vibes. Nice. We'll be working with the Dane County Food Collective to kind of spread the word and awareness about what they're doing. That's awesome. Like bringing another cause into it. Exactly. Yeah, we are not sure what's going to be on the menu for that one, but it's going to be amazing. Pastor and Plenty just got nominated for a James Beard Award in the hospitality category, which is amazing. So proud of them. (laughs) So, you know, it's going to be amazing. (laughs) But yeah, we're excited. We'll share more as we build out that theme and menu and who's involved and all of that. My first thought for myself, if I get if I get to come, is like I bust out the pencil skirt, have a you know pencil skirt and a pencil behind my ear. Totally, we love it, Professor Bianca. <laughs> oh, oh, would you? <laughs> we have some meetings with Lola's and Merchant slash Amara and Imaginary Factory coming up and. We're just so honored that everyone's reaching out and wants to work with us. It's, yeah, a dream come true. It's very fun. Well, it sounds like it's just the beginning and everyone on Team CityCast Madison is very stoked about what y'all are doing and hope to get out to one of your dinners. So we appreciate you coming and telling us, giving us this scoop. Caitlin, Nikki, thank you so much. Thank you. This is a lot of fun. Thank you so much. It was really good to talk with you. That's Nikki Hagman and Caitlin Sherman, creators of Don't Cook for Cowboys pop-up dinner series. We'll link to their Instagram in our show notes if you want to stay up to date with their events. That's all for today here on CityCast Madison. I'm Bianca Martin. If you enjoyed the show, why not share this episode with your favorite lone wolf? who also likes food. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more stories from around the city. Talk soon.